MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Will Hill of Eason. Be sure to check out my podcast, The New York City Cast, presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook. We dive into the betting angle for all New York teams. If you're from New York or a fan of any of the New York sports teams and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So subscribe, follow, and listen to the New York CityCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the New York CityCast with Will Hill, presented by Play Sugar House. Welcome to the New York CityCast, presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook. I am your host, William Hill. A lot to get to today. Knicks are in action, hosting the Bucks. Uh, Nets are in Orlando, taking on the god-awful Orlando Magic. Uh, baseball hot stove, not starting to heat up quite yet. We are getting some rumors, some minor deals. We'll touch on that as more comes out in terms of, you know, the Yankees, the Mets. But we start today with the Jets, and, and I think what was an interesting decision, um, an easy decision for me sitting here, uh, an easy decision for anyone not in the Jets organization, but not as easy if, if you're making the decisions for the Jets, and that is who will play quarterback for the Jets if everyone is healthy. Well, the Jets, Robert Sala, they did what I think was pretty clever, what I really expected them to do, what, what you had to do, and they took the easy way out. They hinted that White will play. They actually just mentioned that White will start this week because quarterback Zach Wilson is conveniently, quote, not fully healthy. And I don't say conveniently in a sarcastic way. I am certainly cynical. That's the case. But it makes the decision easier to hint that Wilson's not 100%. And it makes the decision 
Well, you know what it does? It, it eliminates the controversy because if Salah gets up there yesterday and tells you Wilson's fully healthy, but White is going to play quarterback, well, now you have an issue. Now you have a quarterback controversy, a full-blown quarterback controversy. And not only do you have a, a quarterback controversy, but you have a, a quarterback controversy between your second overall pick and a free agent basically off the scrap heap, a former fifth-round pick and Mike White, nobody had ever heard of until two weeks ago. With the second pick overall from just a few months ago on the losing end of that controversy, and rightfully so. So this statement by Salah, this position by the Jets, really calms a lot of that, takes the sting out of the situation, takes the juice out of the story. Instead of the headlines being, you know, Zach Wilson's bench for a no-name journeyman, now the headline, it's less painful. It's less salacious. The headline is Zach Wilson not 100% healthy. And also, to be fair, you know, if Wilson was a, is less than 100% healthy, you do not want him going against that Bills defense. That is a really good defense, number one in the league in terms of yards per play allowed at four and a half. Best defense in the league in terms of points allowed, I think 14 and a half, something like that. So this is a, a truly elite unit with the, the Bills defense. And even a fully Zach Wilson would have had tr plenty of trouble against this defense um, with no injury concerns. But with injury concerns, even if he's 80, 90 percent, a, a gimpy Zach Wilson against this defense is really nothing you want to see. It would have been tough to watch. So um, I think if it, the, this decision, if you're the Jets, you're hoping that these next couple of weeks can provide clarity because right now, let's be honest. If you gave the jets brass, brass truth serum and asked them, you know, do you want Mike white to succeed as crazy as that question sounds? Do you want this great run of play to continue? If you gave them truth serum, if they were being honest, I'm not sure what their answer would be. Uh, on one hand, you could say, well, that's ridiculous. That's a stupid question. At the very least you can trade Mike white. If he plays well, maybe get a mid round pick. Not sure that's the case, but you know, you'd rather have a, a better asset than, than a lesser asset. So you could say it's a ridiculous question, but is the stress worth it? Is the stress of you know this situation worth a mid-round pick? Because with this success from White comes a headache, it comes an issue. It, it comes with people, you know, knocking your second round pick. It comes with people or second overall pick for first first pick taken, second in the draft, not that long ago. And you know, it comes with people saying he's not the answer. It comes with people saying he's another bust, saying you should trade him. What could you get for him? And, and subsequently, what they're doing is they're knocking you for picking him second overall. So that's all brought about by White playing well. So, yes, White, White is a great story, but I'm not sure if it's a story of the Jets. If you really gave them a lie detector test, I'm not sure that's a story that they really want to deal with. I'm not sure they love the success at the end of the day. Because this success, it creates a lot of problems for the Jets, forces them to answer a lot of tough questions forces them to make a, a lot of tough decisions and it really puts their second overall pick in, in the line of fire. You know, before white lit up the league for five or six quarters, whatever he's played and threw for 700 yards in those six quarters before that Wilson was bad, but you know what, even though he was bad, there was really no controversy. There was no spotlight. Uh, Wilson wasn't a story. The, the narrative around Wilson was, look, he's a young quarterback from a lower level of competition. who's learning his way. He's not ready. The team's not ready. He's on a bad team. You know, we'll, we'll kind of see how he does and maybe maybe wait till next year. But, um, you know, you know, this year, his play this season was an indictment on him going into these last couple of weeks. It wasn't a story. It wasn't something that would threaten his status as the guy going forward. But now White has come along and he's really complicated things. And the Jets, they really have a dilemma on their hands. Now, here comes the number one defense, like I mentioned, in Buffalo. Uh, if White were to struggle this week, is that enough where you can, if you're the Jets, get away with saying, okay, White had his moment in the sun. 
That was one good game, but now that he played badly against the Bills, here you go, Zach Wilson. Here's your job back. Nothing to see here. Let's move on. I don't know that you can do that. I don't know that people will accept that. Um, I don't think I would accept that. I think Wilson's poor play combined with White's exceptional performance, granted it was in limited time, but I think that's earned White the right to not only play this week, but I think he's earned the right to have a bad game, uh, get multiple weeks. Now, if he was really bad this week, and then let's say really bad again in, in, in the game after, then you could start to say, okay, you know, the Bengals game was only one game. Uh, it was against an overrated Bengals team anyway that ended up being not as good as we thought at the time, small sample size. The real Mike White is the guy who struggled after that, not the guy against the Bengals. That's if he plays poorly for a couple of games. But I think he's earned some rope here. I, I think he's earned an opportunity to make a couple of starts. This shouldn't be a situation where as soon as he walks a batter or as soon as he gives up a run, he's out of the game. Uh, I think he's earned his right to kind of pitch in and out of trouble here, at least for a few games, eh, to see what you got. So that's the Jets quarterback situation. Uh, still, still really an awkward situation until he either plays his way fully into or fully out of the job and kind of makes the decision for the Jets with his play. Uh, what would make it even murkier, what would really complicate it is if he goes out there and you know, he plays so-so. I think that's really where it gets tricky. Uh, if he plays great, you leave him in. If he stinks for a few games, you probably just go back to Wilson at some point. That's some clarity. That that you can deal with. But uh, it gets tricky if White wasn't as good as he was against Cincy, but he isn't terrible. He's just okay. He plays decent. Then it kind of gets it gets tricky. It gets a little complicated. And like I said, I wonder if you gave the Jets truce here, if they are really rooting for White here, because this is a dilemma. At least for now, I used all that draft equity on Wilson. But White clearly gives you the best chance to win at the moment. So uh, interesting situation going forward. I'll, I'll be interested to see how White plays against this Bills defense. This is a, a true test. It'll be an angry Bills defense, uh, you know, off an upset loss, even though the defense played well last week. They lose the game nine to six. You're not going to catch them by surprise this week. So you're going to get a focused Bills team against White. So uh, an interesting situation to monitor. I, I, yeah, just It's hard to, to watch White and, and not like what you see. I know it was only one game against Cincy. He, he did play well in that first quarter against the Colts last week. So um, as far as the game play, Sugarhouse Sportsbook has the Bills favored by 13 and a half. Total is 47 and a half. So under that key number of 14, um, no pick yet. If you like the Jets, might as well wait and see if you can get a 14 and get the full two touchdowns. Uh, money line bills minus 715. Wow. Come back on the Jets plus 540. Uh, no pick on the game yet. We'll do more of that as we get closer. I will say the Jets two wins. Both times I picked them on the air to at least cover those games against the Titans, against the Bengals. Those are both situations where they caught the other team, not off guard, but at least in situations where the opponent was fat and happy off of big wins and the Jets were kind of the letdown spot, kind of a trap game. Uh, the Bengals a couple weeks ago had just beaten the Ravens in Baltimore, biggest win for the franchise in what, probably a decade or so. And the Titans also were off a couple of wins, uh, were really banged up at receiver. This Bills team, you're not going to catch them napping this week. Just lost 9-6 to six to the Jaguars, biggest upset of the season so far. Uh, biggest upset of the week last week in what was a, just a crazy day of games, crazy week of upsets. Uh, you know, the Broncos over the Cowboys, Titans over the Rams with no Henry. But the Bills last week closed the 16-point 16, 16 favorites against the Jaguars and did not get in the end zone, which is really bizarre. Lost the game 9-6. to six. 
By the way, if I hear one more Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen joke, I will probably just throw my remote control through the TV. I can't take it anymore. Enough. We know it. They both have the same name. We get it. Okay, we can move on. Uh, but this will be a focus Bills team off of a loss. Now, all of a sudden, not a lock to win a division, probably favored. But look, they were minus 4,000 a couple of weeks ago. Now it's only minus 500. So still a favorite, still a sizable favorite. Uh, but New England, after a bad start and some tough losses at home, has, has rallied, and they have to be taken seriously. I mean, they got a quarterback. They got a pretty good defense. Obviously, they got Belichick. So they're in the mix there after a bad start. And uh, they still have two games with the Bills, too. So the Bills not only you know have to worry about winning division now, but if you look at the AFC, the Bills are still the favorite at plus 250 at Play Sugar House Sportsbook. They are plus 250 to win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl. But the Titans are 7-2. and two. The Titans also have a really easy schedule, too, and they and they beat in the Bills head-to-head, -head, which is a factor. So even without Henry, the, the Titans do have an inside track here uh, without their best player to, to at least be the one seed. They still play. Let's see. Uh, they play the Jaguars, the Dolphins, and the Texans twice. So the Titans are plus 550 to win the AFC. Uh, the Bills are the favorite at plus 250. The second favorite is the Ravens at plus 500. Uh, so the Jets, 13, plus 13 and a half Sunday. Like I said, if you like the Jets, might as well just wait for the 14, see if that pops up. I think it might. Um, a few roster things to note. As I mentioned, looks like White is healthy enough. He's going to start. Denzel Mims, the receiver, has tested positive for COVID. He will be questionable. Uh, safety Marcus May tore his Achilles against the Colts. He's obviously out for the year, unfortunately. Maybe his time with the Jets is, is over as well as he will be a free agent. Uh, too bad because he played pretty well at safety for the Jets. Also, Brady Mann, the punter, heading into the season, the starting punter for the Jets, been on, on IR since week one. It's actually a tremendous punter, unanimous All-American, Ray Guy winner uh, from Texas A&M. Jets, Jets actually used a six-round pick on him back in 2020. He's he's a weapon. He's a hell of a punter. He is back. Uh, Thomas Morstead, who punted well in Mann's absence, has been released. And this is why you listen to this podcast. You know, that, that Jets punting content is really hard to come by. So I'm sure you're glad you downloaded this episode and subscribed so you can hear this. And I think that'll do it for the Jets segment. Once you start talking, you know, once you start talking Jets punters, I, I think it's time to move on. When we come back, both New York teams are in action uh, in the NBA. Is there a bet to be made? I will tell you next. This is the New York City cast presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook. Play Sugar House Sportsbook has taken its game to the next level. Not only has it added robust same-game parlays for football, it's playable in a new state, Connecticut. Whether you want to place your bets in New Jersey or Connecticut, you can count on Play Sugar House Sportsbook to deliver a one-of-a-kind experience from your first bet to your fast payout approval. Download the Play Sugar House app or go to PlaySugarHouse.com today. Must be 21. Playable in New Jersey or Connecticut. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey or 888-789-7777 in Connecticut. The VEASAN Midseason Football Special is here. Put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you. From now through February for only $99. The daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of football season for only $99. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, we are back. This is the New York City Cast presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook. I am William Hill. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, not sure any of you will listen to me, but I have to tell you to do it, and I can't make you do it. So uh, do what you want to guess, but it would be nice if you rated, reviewed, 
and of course subscribed. Uh, the Knicks are home against the Bucks. The Knicks are favored by four, actually. Total is 217. Um, I would love to give you a pick, but I was all set to pick the Sixers the other day against the Knicks on Monday night. Then we got word Embiid was out. Tobias Harris obviously still out as well. Knicks ended up closing as the favorite. Tonight, Chris Middleton is still out with COVID. He tested positive on November 2nd, so he's still in his 10-day window. He will be out tonight. Milwaukee is on the second night of a back-to-back, so you have to be concerned if they're resting anyone or load manage anyone. I remember you don't want to just unload on the Bucks here and find out Giannis isn't playing. But every, if everyone is a go here for Milwaukee, uh, and I really by everyone, I really just mean Giannis and Drew Holiday. If they are in, as long as they're in, I, I will take the Bucks plus four. Actually, I think these two teams met on Friday night. Bucks were up by 21, uh, ended up losing the game by 15 points, a, a wild 36 point swing. That game was in Milwaukee. On uh, the Bucks have struggled. They've had a little bit of a championship hangover. You know, quick turnaround after winning the title back in the middle of July, end of July. They had lost five of six, six going into last night. They do beat the Sixers last night in 108.99. Uh, they cover that number. I like them tonight, assuming it's all it's all systems go for the Bucs. Despite being on a back-to-back, I, I still think this is a very talented team. Now, they weren't the best team last year, even though they won the title. They got very fortunate against the Nets that Kyrie got hurt, Harden got hurt. Uh, ended up with an easy draw in the conference finals against Atlanta and even Trey Young got hurt for the Hawks. So uh, also a, a soft draw in the finals against the Suns, let's be fair. And Suns only made it because everyone in the West got hurt between Kawhi and Jamal Murray, Anthony Davis, LeBron was banged up. So they win the title last year and flags fly forever. Nobody really cares you know, who was hurt. When you look back in, in a decade or 20 years from now, that banner is still going to be there regardless of who played or who did it. But you know, they did win it last year based more on surviving than anything else, but still an extremely talented team. Uh, they got over the hump last year. They have one of the two or three best players in the league and Giannis, who you know might be the best player in the league on any given night, uh, who everyone loves. Hard, hard not to like Giannis. Uh, great player. So interesting early test here for the Knicks, who are seven and four. Bucks still struggling early at five and six out of the gate. Uh, this will be a fun matchup. Here tonight at the Garden, I will take the Bucks plus four. Uh, interesting test for the Knicks. Had pretty pretty easy schedule. They got the Sixers the other night with no Embiid. You know they played the Magic a couple times. They played the Pistons. They've had they've had a pretty easy go of here. They got the Pelicans without Zion. So uh, interesting test here for the Knicks as the season goes along. The other New York team, the Nets, they are minus nine in Orlando against the Magic. That total is two ten at Play Sugar House Sportsbook. Uh, the Nets lost Monday night in Chicago to a Bulls team that has played really, really well. Uh, one of the, the good stories of the year so far. Orlando, man, there are some really bad teams in the league, and Orlando is one of them. Although Wagner, the rookie out of Michigan, is going to be really good. He, he's been outstanding for them. Um, not sure I'm going to bet this game. Probably won't. I feel like there is a massive gap in talent here. Lean towards laying the points with the Nets off of a loss. Should be focused. Uh should get a, a focused Nets team here for, uh, to me, Harden is still the story. I mean, if you look at him, he's still averaging under five free throws attempts per game. So that's under 4.2 free throws per game for Harden, who, I mean, his whole game is getting to the line, living at the free throw line, and he's just not getting the attempts. Part of it is, you know, he's starting to lose a step. A lot of it is the rules, which they're cleaning up, which is a good thing. Uh, he shot four of 11 from the floor the other night. He started to look a little bit more like Harden. Started to look a little bit more like the player we expected him to be, to be, to be coming out. Um, but there's still some cause for concern in terms of the athleticism, the explosiveness, getting to the line. 
Uh, so that is something to keep an eye on. If you can get Harden and Durant at their best, probably still the favorite, but you know, with, with no Kyrie and a declining Harden, you know, there's only so much Durant can really do by himself. So uh, Nets off to an okay start, seven and four, laying nine tonight in Orlando. Uh, not a bet for me. Not a bet for me. Uh, before we go, we do have Thursday night football. The Ravens are minus seven and a half in Miami to take on the Dolphins. The total is 46 and a half. I'm going to take the bait. I'm going to participate here and I'm going to do what the whole world is going to do. And that is tease the Baltimore Ravens down to one and a half. Now you can kind of choose your weapon here and choose your, your tease partner. I am going to tease them along with the Minnesota Vikings. So I'm going to tease up to plus eight and a half. Uh, the Vikings play the chargers. Both of those teams just deathly allergic to playing anything other than a crazy game that comes down to the last play. So I like the eight and a half there on a tease. I don't really have many concerns about the Ravens winning tomorrow in Miami. You know, it's interesting. Harbaugh has played the Dolphins nine times. So the, the Ravens have played the Dolphins nine times under Jim Harbaugh. They are 90-0 against the spread, which is really remarkable. But uh, the Vikings and the Chargers, if you get the Vikings plus eight and a half, I think both teams good on offense, bad against the run. Should be plenty of uh, points scored in that game. Should be a close game. So, uh, man, the Ravens are really just like the most obvious te teaser piece of all time. Sometimes it concerns you when it looks too good to be true, when it looks too easy. But I will tease them with the Vikings to get the Ravens under the key number of three from seven, seven and a half down to one and a half and get the Vikings over the key number of seven. So that's a teaser of Ravens minus one and a half, Vikings plus eight and a half. That is the play for tomorrow. Also, the Bucks, like I mentioned, tonight plus four. Those are the plays. And that will do it for our show. Thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. This is the New York City Cast presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook. We will talk to you guys soon. Play Sugar House Sportsbook has taken its game to the next level. Not only has it added robust same-game parlays for football, it's playable in a new state, Connecticut. Whether you want to place your bets in New Jersey or Connecticut, you can count on Play Sugar House Sportsbook to deliver a one-of-a-kind experience from your first bet to your fast payout approval. Download the Play Sugar House app or go to PlaySugarHouse.com today. Must be 21. Playable in New Jersey or Connecticut. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey or 888-789-7777 in Connecticut. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.